All right. Uh, welcome back, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, welcome back to the Silk Dreamscape. It's been a hot it's minute. Been a, since yeah, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah, we oh, just man. got really busy. <laughs> like, how many? It's been like a couple weeks, has it? Maybe two already, or maybe three. No, it's been like two weeks, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I can't count. Um, I'm like up for maybe yeah. 19 hours a day, so every day just feels so long. Yeah, it feels like the days are getting much, much longer for some reason. Yeah, like usually like, with winter approaching, they get shorter. But Yeah, if the days are getting short, but have you noticed that like when it's when it's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it feels like 8 o'clock? I know, like it's just like pitch black out there like you look like, and you can see and you're like the stars and yeah i like, know and you're just like and you're like okay hold on i still have like at least six hours of my day left yeah but you know, like, like you look outside and you feel like man i could just go to sleep right now <laughs> yeah i could go yeah i could just i could go right now yeah and you look like you could go to sleep right now <laughs> i know i could and actually in about an hour i do have to go to sleep because i have to get up at four a quarter to five Oh geez. Yeah, it's very here. early. My my classes start at seven in the morning, so wow. Yeah, I have a lot later classes. Like for me they start out around twelve, but then they go pretty late into the day. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anyways. Well. Anyway, um oh <laughs> we do um, have some game hey, recommendations. Man. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about I wanted to yeah, I wanted to recommend a game. Um and uh, a game I've been playing this game for two days, mm-hmm. but I can already ha- highly recommend it. It's yeah. very good. Uh, it's called uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that's a uh, really <laughs> on. Uh, it's on PS4, I think. Mm-hmm. Like it's on PS4 only, right? Yeah, yeah. It's an exclusive. It's an exclusive. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, because it's made by Sony. Yeah, so it's yeah, uh, it's an exclusive. Um, so for any people who have PS4, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, just from uh, like from someone who just started, like the first bit of the game, like the controls are super intuitive. Um, the gameplay is really easy to pick up. There isn't really much of a learning curve, and uh, the story is really engaging. Mm-hmm. The oh the the graphics, the landscapes. Everything is beautiful, and uh, the music, the music, and everything just gets tied together so nicely. I see. And uh, and I would recommend. And I know not everybody is gonna probably do this, but like I would say, play the game with the because there's two options. You can play it with the English. Mm-hmm. You can play with English, and then you can play with the Japanese dub. <laughs> it's like subs versus dubs all over again. Yeah, I would highly recommend, and I'm only saying I'm. This is a little biased because I'm a bit of a I'm a sub person. I like sub and anime, for example. Uh, I would say play the Japanese one; it's better. Hmm. I see. Just because, like, it it feels it feels more immersive, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's what what time period and where is it set in again? Uh, it's set in it's set on the island of uh, Tsushima. In uh the 13th century i see and this in is 13 in 13th thir- century feudal japan i see so like so like the japanese is very immersive 
Mm-hmm. And I and I I don't know Japanese, but I feel like the the way that they're speaking is a little more like old. antiquated. It's a little more old. It's a little older. Yeah. And like it's not as like the kind of modern. Like all the names for like all the titles, family titles, like you know, mom and dad and mm-hmm. grandpa. They're all like they sound longer and more complicated to say. I see. I see. Right. Interesting. Which is like they're probably the more formal versions of those names, and I'm like, yeah. So everything's just like very. It's more immersive, and I mean, from my own opinion, the voice acting is a lot better. Hmm. In in Japanese, anyway. I see. Sounds just sounds cooler. I'm sorry, like you know, <laughs> honestly, English, what, like having English in like you, you know you're in Japan, and then you know the guys are like. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> no. It just sounds yeah, silly, you know. It just sounds silly, you know everything. what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't sound right, you know. Or you know, the main character is just like, main character is just saying things like, you know, he's just like, "I'm going to avenge my uncle," <laughs> and uh, it just sounds so goofy. <laughs> no, I see. You know, it sounds it sounds so goofy. I see. Do you want to uh, give a quick blurb about like the premise of the game? Um. Okay. So, I'm tr- gonna try not to spoil anything. I'll just basically yeah, because I would I'll, like I'll just read the I'll just read like the 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 synop- I'll just kind of the synopsis of the game. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I I'm not I don't have it in front of me, but basically, you are a samurai. Uh, you grew up, you grew up as a samurai, so you are. You're like basically your royalty, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, high class. You, you're high class, and uh, you uh, and you are battling the Mongolians who invade uh, island of Tsushima, mm-hmm. and you're trying to defend the island from the Mongols. Basically, that's the whole premise. And uh, your basically your your uncle gets captured. You have to go rescue him. That's like the main story, pretty much. Hmm. I see. Right, and uh, that's like the that's the main that's the main quest throughout and the whole game. Tons of side quests, and there's oh my god, yeah, they just keep <laughs> popping up. Uh, and so, some somebody would probably ask, like, is it an RPG? No, uh, it's not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's kind of like an RPG. I mean, you get to choose what side quests you do first, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's still pretty linear. In a sense that, like, you don't get any dialogue options. I see. Uh, so you just you, set rule. Yeah, it's just a. You go into a dialogue. Like you basically every time you activate a talking, you, you talk to someone. Quotation mm-hmm. marks. It just goes into a cutscene. Right. Pretty much, and then the rest of the time you're just running around uh, fighting things. I see. So it's like an RPG, but kind of. But there's no choices. That there's no choice or anything. There are no choices. Yeah. Everything is predetermined, and I see. But it doesn't remove from the immersion or anything. Not really. No. I mean, everything's kind of laid out nicely. Like all the quests, it tells you every quest that you get. It tells you what rewards you get for doing that. Mm-hmm. I would say the combat's not for beginners. Uh, it's on the tougher side. It's on the tougher side for people who 
don't use controllers, mm. right? For people who are good at using controllers, um, it's fine. I see. But like anyone who's used to just like using mouse and keyboard or anything else, right? It's not a PlayStation controller. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a hard time. I mean, because there are a lot of button combos. I see. Right. Yeah. That you have to execute. Uh, like you have to do like the. Like I'll just show you here on on our video, but like basically mm-hmm. you just have to like so like when you're attacking sometimes you have to like um you have to switch uh stances, which is like okay. the the fighting style that you use mm-hmm. or like the different techniques that you use right the mm-hmm. each button mm-hmm. combination uh so basically each stance has a different set of button combinations which oh. gives you different techniques I see. Right, so then you have to like in the middle of battle, you're like spamming square and triangle, and then you have to like hit this. You have to you have to hit R two and then hit circle switch, or hit or hit R two hit X. You know, switch to a different stance and then go back. I see. And you have to do all this like in quick succession. Hmm. So and then there's other ones where you have to like where you have to like tap these. You have to tap these double tap triangle. You know, like. Hmm. Oh, that's pretty intense, pretty quick. It, it does, yeah. No, it's it's like uh, it's like God of War. I see. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind I of mean... like God of War, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like God of War has a lot of combos. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so yeah, the uh, so there's only a little bit, and I mean, I know I said earlier it's pretty intuitive and easy to pick up, but like, yeah. um, but yeah, if you are new to controllers, it will be a little tougher. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, uh, I feel like that goes for a lot of games, though. Yeah, like, I mean, I remember, play... I remember starting on a controller. Yeah, I remember when I played uh, God of War three, mm-hmm. and that was the that was the first game that I ever really played on a controller, like seriously. Right. And yeah. like, like, and it was so difficult. Hmm. Like once I beat that game, then I was just like, I had the skills. So. I see. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like. Once you get that down, you just have the controller like yeah. ingrained. I think the I think the thing that threw me off the most about the controller were the the joysticks. Hmm. You know, like when you have like let's say you're you're uh, you have a gun or a bow and arrow. Yeah. In a game, like oh my god, aiming with joysticks is like nightmare sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I've definitely gotten the hang of it now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but uh, yeah, so a lot of time. So yeah, definitely recommend Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And when was it released? Um actually. Like, like this year, right? 2020? I think yeah, it was released this year, I think. Uh I don't know when, but I can yeah. definitely I mean I'm pretty sure it was. It just feels like so long ago since this year's been so long. <laughs> yeah, Ghost of Tsushima was released uh July seventeenth. I see. Like so yeah, the just this summer actually came out. Nice. Well, that's the Silk Dreamscapes game recommendation for this episode, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I and wanted to actually. Uh, speaking of games. Speaking of games, there's a new there's a new game on the horizon, Adley. Yeah. Um, there are two new games on the horizon. Two. Uh, okay. Two two awesome new games coming. Uh, one of them is coming to the PS5 though. Hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, but one of them is coming to the PS5. One of them is. Uh, coming out in two weeks. Hmm. Um, two weeks. Okay. 
Yeah, so like uh, approximately, so like the fifteenth. Okay, I I know what you're talking oh, about. Fifteenth of December, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I am beyond excited for that. Yeah, I mean, we've all been like being hyped up for the Ooh. past how many years now, and it's finally happening. It's like, like like seven years. Seven, I think it is seven now. Yeah, seven years, man. That's that's nuts. I mean, CD Projekt Red has been has been literally getting us so excited. Has been teasing <laughs> us this whole time. I know. Yeah, and <laughs> they've also been pushing back due dates. But I mean, I'm sure they're really like they really maxed out what they their capabilities for this. So, I mean, I gotta say the one thing like. If they're gonna, if you guys are gonna push back a game, I mean, it's a good game studio, so I I respect them. Yeah, so I'm not no, going. To, I'm not gonna respectable. I'm not gonna get mad at CD Projekt Red. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, I mean, you remember, I mean, you're, you know, Witcher. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you haven't played Witcher three yet, but I haven't. <laughs> but I can I say from, but... but I can say that uh, Witcher three was such a good game. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed Witcher three so much. I know. Like, I want to get to it, but I'm just too busy. Like, there's yeah. barely any time to really play anything. Yeah, no, it's, it's, you really need to commit time to that game. It's like a 200 mm-hmm. hour game. Wow. I mean, that's when you know it's good value. Like, it's a 200 hour game, like, uh, but that's including the DLC. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. I haven't played the DLC yet for that, for Witcher yeah. 3, but I will. <laughs> Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. um, I can't wait for that game. Like, I you know what I mean? Like, they're they claim that it's going to be like a revolutionary, a revolutionary open world RPG. Mm-hmm. Do you like, think I'm it will be revolutionary? I think so. I mean, the, the yeah. way that they're going about it, the the gameplay clips that I've seen of it so far. Yeah, it does seem really cool. <laughs> it seems like it's going to be really good. Like I like and the fact that the choice that they made to go first person and not mm-hmm. third person that was interesting choice to me. Hmm. I see. Right? Like I thought I thought it wasn't going to work. I thought it was going to feel weird. You know? But at the end of the day, it 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 feels all right actually. Yeah, I mean yeah, CD Projekt Red, you can always trust them to do something completely new and it'd still work really well, so. Yeah, because, I mean, they they have the history of doing Witcher, which is a third-person RPG, and, and like, and so doing it first-person, that's an interesting choice for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, knowing them, I'm sure they did pull it off. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited. And I mean, I'm probably not gonna be able to buy the game for a long time. But yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh but I but I am excited for it. Um but uh but yeah, moving on. Uh the next game mm-hmm. that I wanted to talk about for a for a minute. Yeah. Which is a um this game is different, is a revolution game a revolution game in terms of graphics. Hmm. Okay. Like it's a whole different world we're talking now. Uh, this game I'm talking about is Hitman 3. Hitman 3, I see. Uh, Hitman 3, uh, and I know that Hitman's kind of a niche game. I don't know if too many people know about it. Hmm. Do you want to give um, like a brief synopsis of what it's about? Uh, well, Hitman doesn't really have a story, but it's uh, it's a game about 
it's a strategy game basically. Uh, I see. You get put into a level. Uh, mm-hmm. You go in. You so basically you have a target. So you're an assassin, right? Hitman. You're you're Agent Forty Seven. Okay. And you're an assassin. And so basically mm-hmm. you go in, and uh, you go into a level. You have a target or two targets or mm-hmm. however many targets you have. You have targets. And you have to eliminate your targets silently without causing any alarm or being noticed. Being, and being detected, yeah. Yeah. And so basically you can do that with any means. You can use disguises. You can distract people. You can, you know, you can subdue people. You can... You can even kill people if you want, but that's not recommended. Yeah. Uh, because you're only there to kill the targets, right? So that mm-hmm. would be collateral damage, which is not good. Uh, so basically, basic premise is you go, you have a target, you kill your target, you get out. And you're scored based on how, how quiet you were. I how see. seamless it was, yeah, yeah. So basically, if you if there are like 50 corpses laying around in the level after you're done... <laughs> you did you didn't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, well something definitely happened here. <laughs> yeah, like the the way that the hitman level should work is you should walk in, kill your targets and walk out the same door that you walked in. And no one bats an eye. Exactly. You walk in, you walk through the front door, kill your targets, you walk out the front door. That's how quiet you should be. Anyways, now that we're acquainted with Hitman. And now that we're acquainted with the idea of Hitman, uh, Hitman Three is going to be, I jaw dropping. Yeah. Visually speaking, okay. So, for to understand how this is so good, this is going to be that we have to explain the PS Five mm-hmm. and what it's doing for okay. Hitman Three. So the PS Five is the is the key to unlocking Hitman's potential mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in terms of graphics. So, um, so the PS5 has, uh, has new, uh, has new, like, graphics things inside of it. It has the whole, it has a new ray tracing and stuff, and, like, so the ray, so ray tracing is basically just active, like, lighting, Mm -hmm. right? So in most video games before the PS5, we had, game developers would create like they would design and animate things, mm-hmm. and they would put a light in a level. They would put a light somewhere, and it would just be fixed there, right? I... And that light, and and then they would move it manually. They would have to program the light to move, right? Right. But with ray tracing, it's real time, like live, like light. Mm-hmm. So like if so, let, okay. Next, okay. So. I'll, put it into simpler terms to explain okay let's say a let's say you're in the game you're a character and a car drives by at night mm-hmm. the light from the car will create light everywhere yeah. it'll affect the surroundings right right and it'll do it in a natural way like it would in real life i see or if someone has a flashlight on mm-hmm. it'll not only affect the spot where it is shining but it'll affect the entire room. It'll create shadows. It'll create reflections. Wow. Right? Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and so basically... So that's the whole idea behind ray tracing. And so... And when you add that into things like 
you know, you have Hitman, right? Mm-hmm. You're, let's say you're in Hitman, you're walking into a, you walk into a room mm-hmm. with, uh, with a chandelier or something. I see, yeah. And so the light from the chandelier will shine, create reflections, mm-hmm. you know, and if it's dark in a certain spot in the room, it'll be a shadow. Mm-hmm. And it'll be, you know, and so let's say there's a spotlight shining behind the character. The yeah. shadow will be in front of him and you'll be able to see the shadow walk with you as you're going like you know i see and so and then that so then that fixes the whole problem in games before with mirrors right so now mirrors will look real yeah no that's really cool like it just really will just increase the immersion and exactly yeah yeah and especially for a game like hitman that's really really fancy because yeah, I know. Hitman, uh, Hitman is already, like, very photorealistic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, so this is only going to make it better. And, like... That and, is really uh, and And then, you yeah, add that on top of the fact that uh, IO Interactive, the company who makes Hitman, mm-hmm. they use their... They have, an, they have their game engine called Glacier Engine. Mm-hmm. And their cloth physics, like... Some of the best in the game, dude. <laughs> really? I see. Like, you want cloth physics? You want, like, a suit jacket flopping around? IO Interactive and their Glacier Engine, they they go and get yeah, it done. They have it. They got it down. The cloth physics? Beautiful. <laughs> I see. Yeah, that is that is actually really hype. Yeah, and I mean, and all the new levels and stuff, and like, oh, you you incorporate ray tracing into a uh, one of their new levels is uh, is in China. It, it's like basically a uh, Chinatown kind of mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. You know, neon lights, cables hanging everywhere. Yeah, like you know, like a very like a very dystopian kind of cyberpunky kind of looking level. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just very kind of like. Yeah, just very industrial looking. Everything, all the all the neon lights, you know, the busy streets. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the lights with ray tracing would look really fancy. <laughs> you know what I mean, like the or you know the street lights shining down, and then mm-hmm. you know the you can see the wind, you can see the air flowing through the lights. You know what I mean, like yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, that, that looks so cool. I can't wait. Yeah, uh, but but yeah, no, that that's those are the two games I want to talk about. Um, Cyberpunk and. Um, and Hitman 3, yeah. yeah. Nice. I can't wait. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break now, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Adley. I just wanted to let you know that we are on Instagram, and you can find us at the Silk Dreamscape, and there we'll be posting news about future episodes, as well as providing opportunities for you to comment and provide us with questions or topics to discuss on our podcast. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of this episode. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, that was a that was a quickie. Uh, yeah. Here we are again. Adley, I have a question for you. Okay. All right, so. I, I've been thinking about this one. I, I mean, I, I mean, we were we were kind of talking and stuff, and like you know, we were throwing some ideas around. Good questions came up. What what's something 
What's something when you were a kid? What's something that everyone else could do, but you couldn't do? Uh, um, cartwheels. <laughs> that's really? like that's cartwheels, what's coming eh? I can't do cartwheels. Like, I mean, either me I neither. Or, I mean, like, I can't do them either. So, <laughs> or just yeah, I don't know. I cartwheels and hmm. I guess sports. I can't actually do like a lot of sports. I'm not that good at. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. really? I thought I thought you're pretty athletic. I'm athletic, but that doesn't mean I'm good at sports. Like I can be like fit, but like, you know what I mean? Like I can, I like ultimate. I'm not like super good at it, but I can at least play it. I mean, yeah. But... I mean, you can play sports, right? But. Yeah, but I'm really, I'm not even, like, good at one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, uh... What about you? What's something that everyone can do except for you? For me? Uh, yeah. Is diving. Diving? I can't dive. Like jumping off a diving board or like No, like like you know what I mean? Like uh like you know, going like on the going on the side of the like jumping like this and then you know going yeah. like Yeah like, like that. Going in head first kind of going in head first diving into the water head first. I see I can't I couldn't do it. I can never do it. Oh, I don't know why. That. Like you just, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I just couldn't do it. Like, <laughs> it, maybe, it, maybe it's a, maybe it's something like I'm afraid of it or something, or just the idea of going headfirst into water just bothers me. I don't know. I see. It's just something I could never do. Like, I could never get my body to do that because when I would try to do it, I would just go like, I would go like, I'd put my hands up and then I would go like, and then I would go flat hmm. instead of going, you know, like an arch. Yeah, ouch. Yeah, flat would hurt. <laughs> I mean, it did. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah, I looked really stupid while doing it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I can never dive, and I still can't. Hmm. I mean, you still have a long time to get that under your belt. I mean, honestly, not that important. <laughs> yeah, that is also true. Yeah. I mean, but there's, but there's definitely... And not to roast anyone out there, really, but uh, there's one thing I can do that a lot of people uh, can't what? prepare, and that's, and that's cook. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, you cook really well. Yeah, I mean, at least I got that on him. So yeah, at least I can do that. Yeah. Um. But uh. But uh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, there's another question. Um. So tying into that idea of what's things, what are what is something that, what is something that other people liked that you didn't like to eat? That I didn't like. But like everyone else was like, "Wow, this is the this is the shit, dude." <laughs> um, eggs, I guess. Eggs? Oh, oh, because you were. Yeah, I was born allergic to eggs, and I, like, I kind of outgrew it. If you like take a blood test, I am still like partially allergic to them. But honestly, like I can still have them. I just don't really like the taste of it. Unless it's like baked into a cake because I like cake. 
Well, well, <laughs> naturally, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but eggs, like scrambled eggs or like doubled eggs or like anything that's just eggs is kind of like, yeah, I'm but not like, really that much like, would you that. eat? But would you eat like eggs on food? Eggs on food? It depends, I think. Like, like a breakfast sandwich, for example. No, probably not. I don't think I could. Like even if the even if the egg wasn't the main component of the breakfast sandwich, if like the main component of the breakfast sandwich was like bacon or something. Yeah, I mean, like if that was all I had, then I would. But if there was an option without the egg, I would take that. Okay. I yeah. See. Well, maybe I can make you like eggs again somehow. I mean, that would be nice because then I could stop being so picky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, honestly. I would have to think of something for a second. Shrimp as well is something that I didn't like for a good while. Like, um, so there's this movie, it's called Shark Tale or Shark Tales. I I don't remember exactly, but anyways, there's this one scene, it's it's about a vegan shark or something, and there's this one scene where like they're eating appetizers in a restaurant and it's these shrimp. And I felt like so like bad for the shrimp being eaten in the scene and mind you these are like animated like they don't look like shrimp at all but yeah i just felt really bad and i saw them being eaten by the shark and i vowed that day never to eat shrimp again (laughs) and then i just grew to dislike shrimp and now i'm fine like you can but eat shrimp, for right? A good like eight-ish years, I just could not have shrimp. It's all because of that movie. Because yeah. prior to that movie, I loved shrimp. Like it was, it was great. But then, what? That's that, what that's disgusted. That's what movies do to you, hey? <laughs> <laughs> they just they destroy your hopes and dreams. Um, I guess so. They take away your appetite, apparently. I guess uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. What I would have to say, uh, what's something that everyone liked that I didn't like? Mm-hmm. Uh, for the longest time, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, honeydew melon. Honeydew melon? I hated honeydew melon for the longest time. I don't know why. People were always like, people are always like, oh my god, honeydew's the best. And I'm like, well, you bunch of losers, cantaloupe is way better. <laughs> I it's like, see. Cantaloupe is the, cantaloupe is the superior version of honeydew. I see. I mean, it was only, it wasn't until I like was in Europe mm-hmm. and I tried really good honeydew melon and I was like, wow, <laughs> what have I been missing out on? Like, like the honeydew up to that point that I've eaten was like the shit from Safeway. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> so it was like the, you know, that like cardboard shit from Safeway that like comes in those fruit platters. Oh, yeah, no, the fruit platter stuff is... Yeah, I mean, everything that comes in those fruit platters is just gross. Yeah. Uh, Except the grapes, usually. Yeah, grapes are hard to go wrong with, I think. Yeah, grapes are hard to mess up, honestly. I'd feel bad if, like, someone did mess them up. Like, that's kind of an achievement in itself, but, like, also... Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, like... Okay, yeah, so like honeydew melon, something I hated for a long time. And uh, 
but uh there there's some foods though that uh even though I'm a cook mm-hmm. there's still some foods that I hate like, like I hate asparagus asparagus really I can't stand it I just can't eat it I don't know why hmm. there's just something about it that I don't like I see it's just there's some texture in it that just doesn't go well with me hmm like I mean, I know it's not bad for me. I'm not like allergic to it or anything, but I'm just yeah. like, it's just whenever I eat it, you just, just don't something feels something feels wrong. I don't know. I just don't like it. I see. It's that I don't know. It's that weird, like it's just this weird long texture. <laughs> long texture. <laughs> it's just this long texture. You know what I mean? It's like beans are fine. Like green beans are fine. Those are also long, like asparagus, but. Green beans aren't nearly as bad as asparagus for me. I see. Huh. I'll cook asparagus, I'll prepare it, but I'll never actually sit down and eat it. I see. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, I mean, okay, well, if I'm forced to eat it, I will. But Yeah, or like if that was the only food you had access to. Fine, I'll, I'll tolerate it. But like if you could get away with not having it? Like, if I could get away with it, I would not eat it. Route. I see. I would avoid it entirely if I could. Hmm. Yeah, asparagus, and uh, yeah, I think that's, I can't really think of anything else. And, uh, oh, actually, well, uh, one thing I do hate, actually, is grapefruit. Hmm. I don't like eating, like, eating it straight. It's a bit bitter, I guess. But like... Yeah, but, but here's the difference, though, between grapefruit and asparagus. Mm-hmm. Grapefruit, is I will put... I know it's fat. <laughs> it's a, it's a fat boy. It has fat texture. It's a fat texture, not a long texture. I see. Um, but uh, long <laughs> texture, fat texture. Um, what is it, man? Like, but grapefruit. I would use grapefruit in things, though, right? Like grapefruit for me is a tool in the kitchen. To like accent it's, an already existing taste, but it wouldn't be like the main taste. Yeah, I wouldn't use grapefruit as like a main flavor. I would use grapefruit to help a different flavor. So like, mm-hmm. if I had like a, let's say you had like a salad, right? Let's say you had a salad with a really rich protein. Mm-hmm. Let's say you had like a, um, uh. Say you had like a, for example, you had a scallop, you had like a scallop salad. Yeah. Right, you made like a salad out of scallops, uh, like a, or no, you made like a scallop ceviche. Mm-hmm. You know what ceviche is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's kind of like raw preparation, or it's like, or it's a, it's cured in acid. Yeah. That's what ceviche is. And so basically... If I was making a ceviche with scallops, I would put grapefruit in there to help. Because mm-hmm. scallops are, you know, like, really rich, as you know. Yeah, yeah. They're super rich. Or I would put grapefruits with, like, I would put grapefruits with, like, um, squid or something. Like, if I was doing, like, a something, like, with raw squid. Hmm. Interesting, yeah. Or even, like, lightly cooked squid. Like, something with, like, a very rich seafood. Mm-hmm then I would definitely have some, some kind of grapefruit going on in there. 
with huh? like a, a like a grapefruit, then with like lime juice maybe, and then some uh, spices like cilantro and. I see. And then whatnot. Hmm. Um. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So that's what I would do. I would use it as I would use it as a a flavor enhancer. Yeah. Like. Or 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 something to break through a breakthrough a a a breaker of richness. I see. That's what I would. That's what I would use grapefruit for. So yeah, I mean, uh, my mom likes grapefruit. Mm -hmm, Mine too. I I don't know why. Don't know how she enjoys it, but anyway, uh, you tell me, mom. You tell me. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, what about you? What's a food that you genuinely just hate? I mean, like I mentioned, eggs and shrimp. But like right, like right now at this moment, you could say I would never eat this. Hmm. I oh th- uh, that's tough. I don't. You're not a you. D- you don't have that many things. Like genuinely hate. I don't think there are many things that I could go as far to say, because like th- there's things that my family doesn't like that much. But I'm like, I could still eat it. Like, like my family's not very fond of like things that are very very rich, like very rich like carboneras or something. But like I I'm pretty fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. So your family likes like lighter food. Yeah, I think it's like a Japanese thing, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I am. I guess I'm like pretty fine with. Hmm. I guess actually no. A food that I don't like is olives. I don't know why, but I like I find olives like way too salty or something. I don't know what it is. It's just I can't. Olives are, uh, yeah, olives are brined. Yeah. Uh, like... And they're like, because olives already have a naturally salty flavor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you put them in the brine, then they get very salty. Yeah. Um, like I mean, even I... on pizza, I don't like it. Oh, no, duh. I, I hate the idea of olives on pizza. It doesn't <laughs> work. No oh offense God, to, like, really, problem. like, I, I just got to say to all those people who like all-dressed pizza... Uh, sorry guys. Olives are not supposed to be on pizza. It just doesn't work. Like, cause olives are so concentrated in flavor already. You cook them, dude. Come on, like you're 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 just like salt bombs on your pizza. Then. Yeah. No. There's and uh, pizza's already like a uh, very already salty. very rich. It's yeah. already very. Yeah. 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 yeah um, I, I guess it's like just the the briny flavor that I'm not a fan of because like pickles too aren't if i can get away with not eating pickles i won't yeah yeah pickles are good i like pickles that's just because of where i'm from that's just because of the eastern the eastern roots yeah (laughs) but uh i i mean i just i grew up eating pickles so i love pickles Mm -hmm. um and i mean my mom makes pickles all the time Mm -hmm. or i mean she did now we she hasn't made pickles in a while but i see yeah, but um, oh yeah, oh I just, you know, I just I was just thinking about a recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about a very interesting idea for a recipe. Okay. Um, what is it? Okay, I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, 
I gotta sit up for this one. Okay, nothing, you know it's it's an intense recipe. <laughs> it's so so. I gotta sit up. I gotta lock my chair into the sitting up position now. Hmm. All right, let's get into it. I'll deliberate. So, this recipe involves. Uh, it's it's actually very simple. So. So it involves. It's a fancier one. It's called rack of lamb. Mm-hmm. So rack of lamb is pretty fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, for all those who don't know. Uh, rack of lamb is a, is one of the most expensive cuts of lamb. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's pretty well known mm-hmm. already. But uh, but uh, it's a very good uh, it's a very good simple recipe. It's just a pistachio crusted rack of lamb. Oh, I couldn't have it. Allergic <laughs> to nuts. <laughs> yeah, I know, and that that is, and there are are there are alternatives to that. Yeah. There are workarounds for it's people like pain. you, right? Pistachio, uh, but there is like you could do herb crusted. That's true. You could do herb crusted. It would be like with panko crumbs and whatnot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then that'd be similar. Mm-hmm. It would have a really good flavor still. Mm-hmm. And so that's a good alternative for someone like you who can't eat nuts. I guess so. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but uh, pistachio crusted is the better version, I would say. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, you, there's no way you can purely emulate that, or not you with can't, the You can't emulate the like. Yeah. You can't emulate the beautiful, rich. Like you can't the beautiful, rich, sweet tone of pistachios. Mm. It's just, it's really yeah. hard to replicate. Yeah, I mean, I don't, um, with the technology we have, we can't do it. No, but maybe yeah. in the future. Yeah, but so you take that, you crust it, however which way, mm-hmm. a crusted rack of lamb. Um, but yeah, that yeah, is no, that does sound like a fancy recipe, though. It, it is pretty fancy. Um, and and of course. But like, but here's the thing though. I wouldn't actually, uh, I wouldn't actually cook lamb in the summer though. Yeah, that like my, like... my my idea of a really good summer dish would boil down to something sea like fish. Mm-hmm. A that nice a nice white fish. Mm-hmm. I'd say <laughs> to keep it white, do you boil it in milk? <laughs> That's so crazy. I shouldn't have said that. Um... Oh man, do you have any idea what would happen if you did that? That would be no. no, 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 no. The thing is, there are probably people that have done that. Yeah, I'm sure there which are. Is, I don't know why, but like, oh my yeah, God. no, no. For fish, you just want to keep it simple. You just want to put it in a frying pan. And yeah, cook it, yeah. Right. And here's the thing that okay. Now here's something that I like, mm-hmm. but other people don't like. What? I like to leave the skin on my fish. Hmm. I don't get why people don't like fish skin. I don't understand. It's not bad, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, maybe it's because people don't know how to cook it properly. Like, yeah, it's a little more work, but it's totally worth it, though. Mm -hmm. Because, I'll explain, because my argument is that fish skin has fat on it, right? Mm -hmm. Right? And sometimes you want that. Yeah. Because, we, as we know, fish is not that fatty mm-hmm. right unless of course you're talking about like a catfish or a carp mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. those or, or a monkfish or whatever right those yeah. those three fish are very fatty and they're very they're good for stews and soups mm-hmm. but if you think about salmon if you think about cod if you think about halibut if you think about uh trout you know like those fish that we commonly eat Generally, 
Yeah. They're not fatty at all, right? And so if you take the skin off, you just have this left there with like you just left with this dry nugget of meat. Like (laughs) you know what I mean? Like the skin when you fry it on the frying pan, the skin gets crispy. Mm -hmm. Right? And then and then the fat, the juice in that skin goes into the meat and makes it juicy. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I gotta I, I, I gotta do this one day. I gotta go on a mission. I have to go on a mission and solve. I have to, you know, I have to start a movement. Uh, chefs against chefs against removing skin from fish. <laughs> Come up with the acronym for that one. I don't know. Yeah. Chefs against removing skin from fish. T A R S F F. Cars. Cars. Join, join the rebellion today. Uh, at I'll just insert the link or something. You know, cars. <laughs> yeah, so but uh, but yeah. So that's uh, sorry. I had to just I, I just thought of that and I had to say it. You know, mm-hmm. I just had that recipe idea in my head. I wanted to say it. Interesting. Well, actually, going back to that question, but like instead of things that we hated. What are things that you liked that everyone else didn't like when you were young? Or even now, yeah. Yeah, well, okay, I mentioned fish skin right now. Yeah. Um, another thing? Uh, what was it? I had it in my head a minute ago. What was it? A lot of people don't like seafood. I don't get it. Mm. Like, I mean, sure, I, I get that seafood may... Is seafood? I don't know. I, I can't tell. I don't know. Like, like I love, I, mean, like, I love seafood. I think it's probably just like the, maybe like psychologically, like the thought of seafood is a bit like, like octopus or squid is pretty different compared to like your normal land animals. So maybe that's why people are like, I know, but like have a aversion. But I, don't, I really, I know, but like, but octopus. Octopus and squid are delicious. I love, uh, like, one of my favorite things to eat. I remember I I tried this in uh, when I was in Portugal. I tried this. It was fresh. It was delicious. Uh, octopus salad. Hmm. Oh, that was so good. I see. Like, the octopus was fished, like, you know, that morning. It was, like, fresh. Hmm. It was so delicious. I was just like, wow. I didn't know something could be that good. Yeah. I'm fine with like most seafood except for like mussels and like clams and stuff. I don't that's know why. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, that's I like I don't mind mussels and clams. I like them. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's cuz when I was young, I saw someone like opening a mussel and it looked like an ear to me, so it's kind of like eating an ear, but like it's really not. They just they're just muscles. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely just a brain thing. Like if you just put muscles there and didn't tell me it was muscles, I'd eat it and I'd be like, man, this is good stuff. <laughs> it came out of a shell. <laughs> yeah. But like another thing I find interesting is that the, now the only now the only seafood I can understand that people don't like, and I'm still a little skeptical about it myself, mm-hmm. but I will strive to try it as a as a aspiring chef. Yeah. Uh one the one 
the one fancy food that everybody, for some reason, uh, there's like, it's split vote. Like half the people are like raving and ranting about it. Mm -hmm. Others are like, I will never eat this in my life. And that is none other than oysters. Oysters, I see. Like there's there's a huge debate on oysters. A lot of people, like some, there's like half the people, there's like 50 50. 50% of people are like, I love them. Amazing, delicious, mm-hmm. like absolutely amazing flavor. Other people are like, I will never touch an oyster. Hmm. I mean, I haven't touched one yet. And I mean, like, I've never, like, I've never, I don't remember ever trying one. I'm sure I've had the opportunity to, but I just didn't take it. And I might, maybe, now that I'm older, but, like... I mean, I want to try one at least once in my life. I want to try it. Yeah, like, I think I do want to try it, like, at least once to, like... I just want to know know what it tastes like. Because I don't want to say, like, I don't like something for sure without having tasted it once. Yeah, I mean, I got to try it. And I got to go all in, you know what I mean? I got to take the shell. I just have to close my eyes and just... Slurp it. <laughs> it in there. Yeah. I mean, uh, the crazy nicknames I've heard for oysters, like people call it like snot rocks. What? I've never heard that. Yeah, like I, I've heard, I've heard someone call it snot rock before. Like it's a <laughs> that just makes it sound even grosser than it needs to be. I, what? Okay. I mean, I'm sure it can't be that bad. I mean, if fifty percent of I'm not saying okay. I'm not saying if fifty percent of the population of planet Earth likes oysters, but I'm just like, like yeah. There's a, there's like a split in the middle, yeah, right? There's definitely probably a large demographic. There's that a, there def- is a demographic that likes oysters mm-hmm. a lot. Hmm. And I mean, obviously, if a lot of there's a lot of people that enjoy them, so they got to be good, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have to at least be edible. Maybe it depends on the way they're prepared. Like, some people try something that they're skeptical about, and then, like, when they have it, it's, like, not prepared properly, so then they just decide they don't like it. But then if they had, like, someone that's like, knows how to prepare it, and it's, like, properly, like, has, yeah. like, you know, prepared well, then it probably I mean, tastes a lot better. I would honestly, I mean, the way I would try them is probably the way that they were intended to be eaten. Mm-hmm. Which is raw, fresh. Um, I would go to a, I would go to a fishery, and I would just say, "If you got them, like, when did you fish them?" And they'd be like, "This morning." I'd be like, "All right, I'll have one right now." Nice. <laughs> and then they would just shuck it in front of you and give it to you. I see. Right, and you try it. Yeah. And so, like, there's some there's some oyster bars out there that are just like they literally just shuck the oyster right in front of you and give it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I think I've seen that before. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, curious to try it. I want to. You know, this reminds me of um, it's this uh, it's just like a Swedish dish. I can't. I think it's called surströming or something like that. Yeah, su- surströming. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, I butchered that. But like. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's like really. It's disgusting. it's literally it's rotten it's rotten herring. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's basically rotten apparently. Uh okay, hang on. I, yeah, I just it's like, it up. It says so it's a lightly salted and fermented herring. Yeah, so it's it's controlled rotten herring. Huh. I basically. see. Basically. 
It's it's fish. Yeah, apparently it smells really bad. Yeah, it, it has one of the worst odors in the world. Apparently, it's like Ugh. it's like right up there. Apparently, next to uh, the durian fruit. <laughs> in terms of smell, I see. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hear some people like it, but I mean, if it's it's existed hey, for like centuries, right? So I'm I'm sure there's a small. Hey man, if uh, if if it floats your boat, it floats your boat, right? Yeah, yeah. Both right. and also, haven't you tried durian fruit before? Um, I don't think I've tried the fruit. I've just tried a bunch of things made from it, like, like um, like using the extract or something. Like, there's durian cookies. I've tried like durian candies and stuff. Like, honestly, they're not that bad. I mean, that's what I thought. I mean, if I had to like smell that all day, I'd probably. I would not appreciate that, but like the taste is not like yeah, it's definitely the smell. So like if you have an aversion to like strong smells, but you for some reason you do want to try durian, like wait until you're like all sick and like congested or something. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I don't really care. I'm just gonna like embrace it and Yeah, take it. I'm just gonna go in. Yeah, I'm just gonna take it like a man. I don't care. I'm just yeah. even if it smells absolutely abhorrent, I will still just be like, okay, just it, it, this is what you need to do on your way. Just to hold your breath. Just hold my breath, chef. Yeah. Just hold my breath. That's it for like half a second. And what? And if I put that thing in my mouth and I chew on it, it's suddenly just the most delicious thing I've ever tasted. I'll be like, whoa. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Huh? I'd be like, what can I use this for? Yeah. I'll be like, oh, uh, I made this fish dish. It's got like, you know, a, a durian salsa. You know what I mean? <laughs> Coupled with surstroming. <laughs> with surstroming. <laughs> the two negatives cancel. <laughs> so it's like you, you take the two worst smelling foods, and it becomes like the best smelling thing in the world. Yeah. What if the yeah what what if the what if the bad smells cancel each other out and it suddenly becomes the most desired? No, they they cancel each other out so hard that it's odorless. I don't know. I and mean, then and then when you then when you eat it, it's like the perfect flavor combination. <laughs> oh man, I do love me some durian and fermented herring. Oh yeah. <laughs> On top of a no, and it's like a salad. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, so like the, the durian is the salad, and then the and then the surströming is like the garnish on the set. It's oh like the crouton. No, and it's like fried crispy, so it's like the croutons. <laughs> How have we gotten to this point, Adley? I How have know. we gotten here? How have we gotten here? Yeah, I think we're gonna have to just call it before um before, before we, we before through. we go any crazier. Yeah. Oh jeez. Before we start combining things that shouldn't be combined. I mean, I feel like we already have. I mentioned boiling fish and milk, I think. It's hard to go worse than that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You shouldn't do that. Uh, Anyone who wants to cook, never... Don't boil fish. If you want to poach fish, uh, do it in something that isn't milk. Yeah. Uh, You can poach fish, and that is actually a classical technique, poaching fish. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it, like poaching fish in something like, uh, uh, oh, there's one. Uh, this is the most pretentious recipe ever. 
right. It's like an 80s recipe. So uh, you poach salmon in, mm. uh, in goose fat. Okay. It's like so ridiculous. Yeah. I'm... Huh. Okay. Poach it, poach it in goose fat. And then like... It's, it's dumb, actually. I don't like it. I don't okay. like the idea. Like anything, anything from that era is just absolutely pompous and ridiculous. I see. Like it, yeah. it's more like bragging rights than real food. Yeah, it's, it's just flexing, right? Like, oh, like we, this was poached in goose fat. It was poached in like the most expensive fat you can get. Yeah. It's so like, like, uh, like yeah, you could probably get similar taste without there. I mean, most people just poach it in other things. Like, yeah, I've seen a. I've seen a grapefruit poached in a grapefruit, uh, actually grapefruit, and a stock. Huh. Like chicken stock. I see. Or, or no, sorry, fish stock. Okay. Fish, but yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think we should. <laughs> Think yeah, we stop before, here. Like, I think we should stop here before we before we lose ourselves. More abominations. Like I'm just restraining myself from speaking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um. Anyways, well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Silk Dreamscape podcast. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, remember, guys, we have Instagram, so please go and follow us. Yeah, and you can like ask us questions and stuff, and we'll answer them. Yeah, like can you please ask us can we please can you please ask us more questions like please ask us questions so i don't blurt out things like boiling fish yeah so please ask questions so that adley doesn't come up with ridiculous things like boiling fish and milk and putting yeah. sustraming and durian together okay like what if that actually tastes good though mm, i don't know man i kind of have to find out now I don't think I want life's to, greatest life's greatest mysteries. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Anyways. I get food, if I get food poisoning, <laughs> uh, that's fine because I do it I like on your deathbed so you can like die knowing that you tasted no. it. <laughs> no, not on my deathbed. Are you kidding? What is it like? Instead of having them like instead of having my down? last in, instead of having my last meal, I'll just have the last worst thing that I could think of. <laughs> And just go out and just go out being like, ah, this is disgusting. And just die. <laughs> just die from the taste. Die from the absolutely horrible taste of whatever that was. Uh, yeah. Gosh. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks uh, for listening. Bye. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. Don't forget to stay silky. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. We'll get it one day, guys. We'll get it one day. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right, bye. All right, yeah. No, see ya. <laughs>